You guys remember that song? Everybody dance now. Dun, 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 dun. I probably butchered that. I like to believe that in some life I was probably a singer. Today is a great day, a good day. We're going to do part five of building your course, your online course, all about ongoing maintenance, my friends, maintenance for your course. You know, I remember reading this, and I'll share this with you based off of that comment of today's a great day, today's a good day. I read this book written by Maureen, and I'm, I can't remember the name of the book, but the concept under was when things are not going your way in life, say good. And good allows you to have a reaction that looks for a positive. You know, I lost my job. Good. Now I can go work somewhere I really want to work. Think about it. See how it works for you. I don't, I don't know if I ever shared this with you. I had this job in a community agency that let me go the day before Christmas. And I mean, it was, it was right. That's fucked up. Uh, just to keep it real with you. But it was it was interesting because when it took place, I remember we, I remember we were driving. I needed to stop. I had to stop by the office, and then we were already going to be driving out of town to go see you know family for the holidays, of course. And um, I remember there was like a peace with it. Um, not so, not so much with my wife. She she was she was she did, she was not about that. She thought that was really disrespectful. And not the way to do it. Um, she she came from a management background, um, but I, I guess for me there was a piece because I knew that my journey was in private practice and, and where I was that was a stepping stone. Um, so so you know I share that with you because life life often gives us life often gives us you know it gives us doors that we're ready to open doors that close. And we didn't see, we didn't see them coming. And regardless of you know what we're presented with, there there always seems to be this opportunity of autonomy, of choice. What do I want to do here? Yeah, what do I want to do here? You know your reaction. And you know that moment. I, I you know I guess looking back, what I wanted to do was peace. What I wanted to do was find calmness. What I wanted to do was connect to that journey. You know, to, to venture further into the world of private practice. So I share this for two reasons. One is, you know, when things aren't going your way, my friend, say good. And move forward. Find that light. And the second is, don't fire somebody the day before Christmas. That's not nice. All right. Let's roll. Let's rock. Let's do this. Ongoing maintenance for your course you guys ready for this dun, 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 dun. <laughs> i'm feeling super silly today um but i love that about myself my mom said i came out laughing and maybe when i pass i will i, I, will, I will pass laughing you know i tell my wife that she does she does not like that at all she's like don't talk like that um but i, I try to be as, as genuine as i can with you so that you get to know like me my personality all right, so ongoing maintenance, you know, this is this is an interesting place. I think one of the key things that we want to look at is when you create an online course, it's important to remove the idea that is done, one and done, right? There's 
there has to be like this nurture. It's a plant that, you know, you're growing and you love what it's doing. And then you're like, all right, we started at a seed and, and water and good sun and soil. And now look how green and beautiful it is. Do you just walk away and go, I'm done here. Peace. And a week later, your plant's like, I'm dying. Help me. Give me some water. <laughs> no, no. You go back in there. You keep watering it. You keep feeding it. Winter's coming. Put some mulch on it. Make sure that the roots are protected. Take care of it. Neighbor comes by and gives you some feedback on the plant. Say, hey, have you tried blah, blah, blah for your plant? I think it'll work. It worked for mine. And you go, I love that feedback. Let me try some of that because I care. I care about this plant. Ongoing maintenance means that you care about your baby, your product that you created, and you're willing to engage in that process of getting bad feedback. Ooh, you may get some bad feedback. Getting rough feedback and then getting really good feedback. So what I want to do today is I want to share certain practices and, and practices and strategies that you can implement when it comes to this ongoing process. One of them is making sure that you're going in there at some quarter or structure um, sequence to uh, uh, edit whatever needs to be edited. Um, and your students are going to give you really good feedback because, you know, hopefully you're going to be asking them, which is part of the ongoing maintenance. What do you like about the course? What don't you like? What's working? What's not working? What recommendations do you have for improvements and so forth? That feedback is going to give you that space. Um, you're also going to be growing. You know, I think most courses that we create, um, there's always going to be something new that we learn. Uh, that's just life, right? That's one of the blessings of life that there's this nature of growth to it. Oh, I didn't know I could do that. Well, yes, we can add that. A new pioneer comes into the field and sheds light on, you know, look at mental health. I think about when positive psychology came out. People are like, mind blown. What? We can do that? Yes. So your course can be the same way where, you know, you are taking time with this ongoing maintenance to maybe every quarter, once every other month, once a month, whatever you want it to be. You go in there and you add content, you edit, you communicate with students, kind of see how things are going. Ongoing maintenance also means that you're running specials, you're running programs for your course. So, you know, if you think about holidays, right, you've got, let's say, um, Christmas holiday. Christmas holidays, a lot of stores have sales. You have a store now. Your online course is a store, it's an e-commerce store. It's a product that you're selling, so you can have sales for it. You know, and you could run a sale around that. It could be 20% off, you know, during blank days um, or 10% off or buy this as a gift for somebody else. Whatever you want it to be, that's the ongoing maintenance when it comes to those spe specials and sales. Another area of ongoing maintenance is the feedback that you receive. So I want to touch on this just for a moment so that we can have transparency. When you create something, it's very similar to the experience of when you work with a patient one-on-one. -on -one. Um, you know, you may work with somebody and they come in and they don't call back and they don't come back, even if you had another appointment scheduled for them. And that may make you feel like, oh, I guess it didn't go well. Right. Um, or you may just have somebody blatantly tell you, hey, I don't, I don't think we're a good fit. You don't really sound like you know what you're doing. Feedback is going to be feedback. And I started today's episode with that concept of good so that you always allow yourself to find that light. Once you do this course, I know how hard you worked on it. You know how hard you worked on it. You know that you put your, you know, your, your back into it, your sweat, blood, tears, all of it. You sacrifice. You, you, instead of doing other things, you focus on this. Don't allow anyone to take that away from you. So when you receive feedback and someone's just attacking it and they go, hey, this sucks, 
this is not good and so forth say good now I'll make an adjustment I had I had this one and I always think it's funny this one person said um, your course I can't remember the exact words it was like your course was good but your mic sounds like a potato <laughs> and it made me laugh it still makes me laugh I was like damn they got they got me um, and I remember I didn't have I didn't have a lot of money during that time to to spend like on a super fancy mic so I was like I'm gonna just make it work um, and they shared that so then in my mind I was like all right you know after you know enjoying a good laugh because I was like that's a good dig you know that's that's some Saturday night stand-up comedy right there um, so I said okay you know thank thank goodness that right now my life is in a different position than when it was when I made the course and at that point I was around I think I already upgraded the mic um, or maybe I went into upgrading it but it's allowing yourself to receive feedback that you're not wanting to receive you know you're not about it you're not raising your hand saying yes share that with me yet you give yourself the space to grow from it you say good how can I use this to grow so that people have positive experiences when they're taking my course and of course, when you get feedback and it's feedback that is good feedback, that's a little bit different. You know, with that feedback, you'll you'll be all about it. You'll say, yes, give me more of that. All right. When you're looking at ongoing maintenance, there may also be some background technical um, factors that you want to keep in mind. Um, I use Teachable. So they're a hosting site, meaning that I pay them to hold everything for me. And, and then from their end, they're dealing with all the technical issues. I do shed some money off the top. To me, it makes sense. You know, one of my goals when I built this e-commerce business is in the beginning, and it may change later, in the beginning, um, and still now, I wanted to find a uh, infrastructure where I'm able to create these products, place them somewhere, and then pay somebody else to manage all of the technical issues connected to them. So then that gives me some breathing room <clears throat> where I don't have to personally deal with those things. I didn't want that added headache. So then for me, it was how much am I willing to pay for that added headache? To re sorry, to remove that added headache. And, and it works. It works fine. I don't think they take out um, an enormous amount. It's, it's, a, it's an amount that I'm fine and very comfortable paying for. Um, you'll see under them, most of their plans come out to like, I think somewhere around $39 a month. So, you know, even if you sell a course at $100, you know, your, your conversion is pretty strong. And that's... It's very similar to um, Psychology Today, right? Psychology Today, we pay, I believe, like $20 or $30 a month, somewhere around there. So if you're getting one patient to come in through them, okay, you got a strong conversion. Of course, if you didn't get one patient to come to them, then the conversion is not too strong. But overall, something to think about there. And I think a lot of us you know, use Psychology Today, and have already, we have already built a comfort with being okay to have that amount uh, provided to them, You know that they're taking off the top. As a side note, this is a side note here. Um, if you have a psychology today, visit my website at counselorsjourney.com. Uh, You'll see a link on there for courses. I have a course that teaches you how to build a badass psychology today. Um, one of the reasons that I built that is because a lot of us finish school and then we make a profile, we cross our fingers, and we put two thumbs up after crossing the fingers, of course, and we wish for the best, we hope for the best. So what the course does is it really dives deep into how to structure your psychology today from your personal statement, your image, your video, all of those details so that it is search engine um, optimized, SEO optimized, and your ideal clients are able to find you. 
Uh, the course is super affordable. Um, and I put that in mind because you're already spending money on the psychology today. The whole thought behind it was, I just had a brain fart. Let's go back. I should almost rewind this and go the whole thought about it would be or was that way I sound a bit more professional, but I like to keep things really real with you. Uh, so the whole thought behind that uh, is that you are already right. Me too. I'm already paying for psychology today. And if I'm already comfortable paying for something, then I'm probably going to be comfortable paying to take it to the next level. So that's a thought there. I know all of us have a psychology today and, you know, we may see one client and then five come in randomly. Uh, but it may not have that conversion and consistency that you're looking for. So that, that's what the course is going to do. Going back now to um, ongoing maintenance for the course, I want you to kind of think about if this course paralleled your trade as a clinician. You're going in there and you're working with your patient. Think about your ideal client and you're serving that person for sessions. What do you typically do in between sessions? connected to that patient. Like when you're not seeing them, what do you do? Do you engage in any CEUs? Do you engage in any additional work or resources, mastermind group, connecting with other coworkers, asking coworkers questions regarding that ideal client that you're working with? More than likely, yes. I certainly know the CEU one. We all do that one. That is your ongoing maintenance. That means that you've made this disagreement with yourself that you will continue to work on you so that you're able to show up for those that you serve in a more effective manner and it's ongoing, right? Your growth is ongoing. So the course, we give it that same love. We're able to say, okay, I built this course. So now I am gonna think about what what's the ongoing maintenance? What's the ongoing you know, support and, and trainings that I could do to continue to help this course level up? The last area that I'll mention with ongoing maintenance is connected to um, the previous episode that went into marketing. As you go back into your marketing, and again, I'm going to encourage you, keep an eye on your marketing. Don't let this be a one and done deal. You know, Don't put it out there and then cross your fingers and, and, and not review the analytics, the data. That's, that's important to do that. Um, it, it's almost like you know when you're working with a patient and then you say, hey, let's do a homework assignment, journal writing. And you know your patient says, okay, I've got my journal. I really want you to look at it to kind of see where we're at. Um, whatever homework, right? It's a, I'm assuming it's probably important, right, to, to be there with them and look at it to kind of see what they, what, what they got to review what's taking place. It wouldn't be like, nah, I'm not going to review that. Don't you know? Don't worry about it. You know, you you want to integrate. Um, that 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 process of integrating really gives us depth to what's taking place, and then from that we're able to you know shift, optimize, and be a little bit more effective with what we're doing. So with your marketing uh, strategies, this connects to your ongoing maintenance. Um, my encouragement is going to be quarterly, you know, so once a, a quarter, four times a year. You could do it more, of course, you know, you could do it once a month at a certain day. And it's where you go to all of your um, marketing strategies, which, which is that funnel approach that lead to sales for your course. You know, people go into your course. You look at each one and you see how the analytics are doing. And then we'll play with an example so that you don't get too lost here. Let's say you're using YouTube and you've created, we'll say, 10 videos on there focused on the course that you're creating and each of those videos got links so they can purchase a course. If you go to your YouTube, um, and remember all of, all of these you could have some, usually all of, all of your um, key, key marketing points that we talked about, which last episode was YouTube, blog posts, social media, guest blogging, guest podcasting, uh, and affiliate program. All of those should have some sort of um, analytics you could look at. You could look at. 
but we use YouTube to make it simple. So you go to your YouTube and you look at your analytics. On there, you're gonna see that it's gonna have all of your videos. And then it's gonna tell you how many views they're getting, comments they're getting. That is really rich data. What it tells you is something really simple. It says, look, look man, this is what people are preferring to watch when they come to your channel. When people are searching, this is the number one that they find. And then what you can kind of just reflect on and say, okay, most people are looking at that video, number three video, blah, 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 that I did. So then now from your end, optimize that. You can create more videos based on that one area. And then, um, you know, next quarter or a month later, come back and see what took place. And you may learn that that is what people seek when they come to you. And then from there, you continue to add those links to your course. And that's going to really help with uh, ranking a higher increase that probability that people are going to click on and go to your course and then over time of course that goal is for conversion that people find you click on the link purchase your course and then things are rolling in the right direction so i'll share this with you we went through part one let's create your online course part two finding your course we went through part three the structure part four marketing part five ongoing maintenance for the course and it may feel like a lot. You know, I think I think this took up somewhere around like two hours roughly of content that I created on here. And it's all free, it's all for you to use. Know that there's more to it. You know, and, and I think that's an obvious thing, right? I mean, that's why people do consulting. You know, we can, we can go online and we can learn how to do uh, couples therapy. But then you may want to take it to the next level and, you know, re- go on and start purchasing the Gottman trainings. Um, same thing for here. You know, if, if you see the course and you're doing it, but you find yourself stuck, let me know. Consulting is available. I'm more than happy to dive dive with you um, in, in the area of creating your course. I do want to know your thoughts. You know, this is the fifth fifth one, the fifth episode out of this um, series. Um, I'm super excited about it. I love creating courses, something I'm really passionate about. Um, I'm passionate about um, additional um, sources of income. Um, so I would love to hear your feedback. I would. If you can, wherever you're listening from, Get on there, put a review. <clears throat> Let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know which episodes you really liked, which ones um, you're having trouble with. Um, some some words. And again, leaving a review helps grow the channel. That is my goal to grow this channel so that we're building this really nice familia. Familia is uh, family in Spanish, uh, community where we're all connecting with each other. My friends, I hope that you are in good health. I hope that you're around people that are supportive and loving you. And beyond all else, I want to thank you for the service that you do, you know, with those that you serve. I sincerely want to thank you. Thank you for taking time to show up for your patients, for, for listening to them, for making that agreement to be in that, you know, private, sacred space. I know that that adds a weight to you. I, I certainly know that and lived through that experience. Uh, so I do want to thank you for, you know, making that agreement in your life and that willingness, that kindness, that generosity. Take care. I will see you on the next episode.